Hello, everyone. Welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I'm your host, and today I'm joined with Coach K, founder and executive director of Teen Kick. So yeah, let's start by having you give a brief introduction of yourself. Yes. Hey, thank you so much, Aline, for having me come on. My name, I go by Coach K, but my name is Keisha Simmons. Yes, I am the founder uh, and the executive director of Teen Kick. And just a little bit about me. I was once a suicidal teen, which you'll get to hear throughout this podcast, um, that chose to come up and be the advocate for those teens that may struggle with identity. And um, I'm a mother of a four-year-old son. He keeps me young. I love what I do. And one of my favorite hobbies is to travel the world. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you're doing a lot of really impactful and amazing work. And you also have this really inspirational story that I'd love to talk about. And so, firstly, I really want to know a little bit more about what sort of led you to really wanting to make a difference through your work and especially, you know, with your nonprofit team kick and all your consulting work and just anything related to those fields? Sure. The thing that actually led me to do what I am currently doing with team kick is simply because I am the advocate that I needed as a team. So being someone who struggle with identity, who struggle with some mental health issues due to the trauma that I experienced as a child, I became a suicidal teen. And being a suicidal teen and not having someone that's going to advocate for you, that's going to show you differently from what it is that you're currently experiencing and let you know that just because you're going through this doesn't mean that you're alone, doesn't mean that you're the only one and that I hear you, I see you and I want to help you. Um, I didn't have that as a teen. So I wanted to be able to give that to those teen girls that may struggle with identity or anything that I've actually dealt with as a teen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. And um, talking a little bit more about these challenges that you specifically face and kind of what led you to want to make a difference in this field. Um, can you tell me a little more about these specific challenges, these mental health struggles that you faced that were the most difficult for you or maybe ones that you were most proud of overcoming? Yes. One of the most difficult challenges that I faced as a teen was definitely dealing with my identity. So as a child, I suffered with sexual verbal and mental abuse from those that were supposed to care for me. And because of that and experiencing it for multiple years, I did not want to own my identity as a female. Um, I felt like it was a bad thing. (laughs) Um, And I've heard plenty of stories very similar. Um, And because of that, I I didn't like being a female. I didn't like anything about my identity. I thought that it was such a horrible thing to even be simply because I was being abused in such um, a traumatic way that it left scars that needed to heal. And so as a teen, I struggled with knowing who I was, understanding that um, who I was born to be has nothing to do with the way that people mistreated me. Those people um, don't define what was gifted inside of me. And I had to learn how to become okay with my differences, um, love the skin that I'm in, and even find beauty in the way that I was made. And, you know, um, that was a huge obstacle that I had to overcome because identity is something that I struggled with for such a long time. And I see it so much within our teen girls today. 
And so being able to overcome that, um, you know, I feel like it was one of my greatest accomplishments because then once I was able to step into who I was meant to be in the world, I was able to impact the world in such a greater way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. And what would you say, you know, was your main motivation or your inspiration for just continuing to kind of overcome this struggle or other struggles you faced and working through them and really taking on all these projects that you've tackled in the past and even now? Yeah, I think one of my main motivations was because I realized that I wasn't the only one. I wasn't the only one that struggled with identity. I wasn't the only one who didn't like something about themselves. I wasn't the only one who wanted to cover up and, you know, shrink away from being the girl or, you know, whatever it was. I wasn't the only one. So that became the motivation in order to then pour into those to let them know that they're not the only one. You're not the only one going through this and there are ways to overcome it. You know, there's a tribe for you and I'm willing to be that tribe and open that door for you. So that was my biggest motivation, you know, wanting to cha- to, to uh, tackle that challenge um, simply because, you know, one of the most important things for anyone to know on this earth is to know that you matter. And when you don't know that you matter, you self-harm, you shy away, you have suicidal thoughts, you may even partake in suicidal behavior. You know, all of those things can start to play hugely in your life when you don't know you matter. And so it's so important to um, tackle these projects because I want to let girls know that they matter exactly as they are today and being able to help them overcome the struggles that they have in order to get to where they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely so amazing. And I completely agree with, you know, everything that you just brought up. And do you think that in kind of overcoming these obstacles and these challenges, you've kind of grown from that and you've you know, changed in some sort of way, whether that's in your perspective or your view on the world or kind of the path that you wanted to take? Absolutely. Because initially, you know, I always tell people, I didn't grow up saying I want to be a life coach. (laughs) You know, I didn't grow up thinking I was going to start a nonprofit for teen girls. You know, my my initial goals were always to be an actress. (laughs) And then it went to being a designer. It had nothing to do with what I'm doing today. So I do believe as I continue to become who I was put here to be, I was able to see the gift and then, you know, walk fully in that. But, you know, (laughs) I definitely didn't start out wanting to be a life coach, wanting to pour into teen girls, wanting, you know, to show them that they matter. That wasn't the plan. Mm -hmm. Um, But I always say, you know, you make plans and God laughs. (laughs) So, um, you know, I appreciate um, being obedient to what it is that I'm supposed to do in this very season. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Right. And now you're doing all of this really amazing work and you're, you know, making a difference in so many people's lives. And one way you do that is through your nonprofit Teen Kick. And so I'd love to kind of know a little bit more about that nonprofit and kind of what exactly you center it on, what kind of work and projects that you typically focus on and just anything related to that journey. 
Absolutely. So Teen Kick is all about being able to enrich, empower, and ignite teen girls to actually own their individuality and walk boldly in their confidence. That's what Teen Kick is all about. So I do programs within schools. I do programs within my nonprofits. And the goal is just simply to get teens who own their individuality, own their differences, their uniqueness, what makes them different from everyone else, while still showing them that there are a lot of more girls that are going through what you're going through versus those that are not, you know? So that that was the whole purpose behind Teen Kick. And truly it was fulfilling a need because I was doing a life group for church and I did a life group for teen girls. And one week there was eight girls. The next week, it was double. In three weeks time, I had like almost 50 girls attending. And I was like, where are these girls coming from? And it was simply by word of mouth because the girls that were attending was like, you need to come, you need to be here. She's so, you know, relatable. And, you know, she makes us feel like we're important. And so from that, I saw the need and I said, okay, well, let's just keep going bigger. You know, um, how much more can I help? Where else can I serve? And that's exactly what I did through Teen Kick. Awesome. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. I think that it's so amazing what you're doing for these girls. And I think that, you know, all the work that you're doing is just really impactful And so because you're taking on all these different projects, I'm wondering if you have maybe any favorite experiences or favorite stories from running this nonprofit in general. Oh, yes. Um, Some of my favorite experiences um, from Teen Kick is our summer retreats. So every summer we do a retreat and we take um, girls from all over to come together for one week and have a retreat where there are multiple influencers that will come and pour into them. So in 2019, we brought 60 girls together from Texas, from Georgia, from Florida, different areas. They came in and we had an amazing retreat with, you know, some of the world leading um, media uh, celebrities came to speak to the girls. Miss Houston came, former Miss Houston came to speak to the girls, like different influencers came and did workshops for these girls and to see how These girls came together in the beginning, not knowing each other, but left as friends and still friends today and pouring into and sharing with their friends to want to come to the next retreat. That's one of my favorite projects because I see it grow every single year. So in 2020, we had an we had an um, expected amount of 100 girls to attend. But due to COVID, of course, those plans changed. Mm-hmm. And with everything that occurred with COVID, we could not plan it for this year because we didn't know where we were going to be. And it's truly a year planning process just for the week retreat. So we'll be back in full fledged um, doing our retreats again in the summer for next summer. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. And I I think it's amazing how you're kind of connecting these women from across the world and you're getting these amazing speakers to come and also influence them as well. And I think that all of this sounds really exciting. And I think that it's really hard to be able to do this and especially kind of get this nonprofit off the ground and running, uh, especially in initial stages, just because I know from personal experience, it can be pretty tough at first to take on such a large project or venture. So I'm wondering, you know, how was the process like for you and how did you really develop this nonprofit into what it is today? 
You know, honestly, I, I truly say it all the time. It was a God idea, not a self idea, because when I hit the floor running, I mean, it took off almost immediately. Like I was saying before how, you know, I was starting with just a small life group and then it tripled in size within a short time frame and it continued to grow. That's how it was for the first um, retreat that we did many years ago. That's how it was for the first um, back to school event we did many years ago. And each time we've done something like that, just in the first few months of creating Team Kick, the outpour was amazing. So we had over 50 girls leave with backpacks full of school supplies, you know, and that was my first time ever doing something like that. And I just, I had decided to do Team Kick that summer, <laughs> you know, so um, there have been such a great pour um, out for the organization where it's been a huge blessing. Like even our first grant, $35,000 grant that we received. Um, we received that and we were only a nonprofit for four months. And that's unheard of in the nonprofit world. But I do believe that the reason why it was so um, wonderful and the reason why it happened was because, number one, I'm a person that does not accept no. <laughs> so when um, I want something, I'm going to go after it and I'm going to put everything into it. And, and that's how I know, OK, so if it fails, I know at least I did everything I was supposed to do. And number two, when you're working in a manner where it's not about you, it's actually about what God has called you to do. It's going to come to pass even if not in your time frame, but it is going to come to pass. And that's what I've been able to see with Team Kick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think that's amazing. And, you know, I, I think you're already doing all this amazing work and I'm really excited to see what you're going to do in the future. And so actually kind of on that topic, do you have any specific plans or exciting projects that you hope to implement soon in the near future? Yes. So, you know, in the near future, it's something that I've been doing, but it's going into more schools, which is being able to implement mental health programs within schools through my nonprofit. So that's something I'm excited about. But what I would like to see in five years is to be able to open the first um, teen clinic that actually serves teen girls, not just for physical health, but for mental health as well. So having both a staff that includes um, therapists, but also a staff that includes nurse practitioners that will take care of the overall health of a girl. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah, I think that's really exciting. And I actually really love that uh, idea. So I definitely hope and wish you luck that you'll be able to do that because I think that's really amazing. Um, and yeah, and I know that in addition to running this nonprofit, you're also a life coach and confidence coach as well. And so I'd love to kind of know a little more about that aspect of your life and your experience being one. Sure. So for me, you know, I realized that I was always a life coach. I just didn't know that that was the title. <laughs> you know, even when I was working in what I consider the the retail world or the corporate world, you know, when I had a job outside of starting the nonprofit and leaving to be a full-time entrepreneur, um, I was always doing this work. I was listening to people's problems and being able to help them solve them, get to what it is that they wanted to get to so their end result quicker. 
And that's what a life coach is all about. That's the value of a life coach, helping you to actually work through what it is that you're going through and to get to the answer easier and quicker, right? Mm -hmm. So um, for me, my experience of being a life coach and a confidence coach has truly been rewarding because one of the best things that can ever happen to someone who loves support and to other people is to see them on the other side. So being able to help someone understand what their purpose is, help someone understand how to deal with stress, help someone understand how to navigate through adolescence and seeing them thrive after you've worked with them, the best feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. Absolute best. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. I think that definitely is amazing, an amazing feeling when you really see the impact that you're making firsthand. And I think that's definitely the beauty of being, you know, a life coach like you are or being a mentor to someone else. So, yeah, I think that's incredible. Is there any specific reason why you decided to take that step and start your own kind of consulting business of being an official confidence coach specifically? And, um, you know, how do you actually help your clients to gain that confidence or kind of get through whatever they're trying to get through? Um, in any area of the counseling that you do, whether that's in business or in trauma or in any other aspect you cover? Sure. Um, honestly, the the reason why I find it important and why I actually chose to do it, you know, to take on that role is because, number one, I was always told about how confident I was when I was in the corporate world. You know, they would say, you know, um, Keisha has such great confidence. You know, when she walks in the room, everyone stops. They want to hear what she has to say. You know, she has a... Um, has great influence, you know? So I thought about if I've seen how it benefited me within my adult life, right? I've been able to climb the ladder, hit every single goal that I put on my vision board before a certain age, you know, like being able to exceed the goals simply through having confidence. I said, how great would it be to help other people do the same? So the one thing that I do know about confidence that it unlocks everything. People always ask, you know, like, well, why does confidence matter? Uh, Because it affects everything, (laughs) whether it's dealing with stress, whether it's dealing with relationships, whether it's dealing with business. Confidence is the key. That's the unlock that's going to increase your profits. That's the unlock that's going to help you advocate for yourself. That's the unlock that's going to help you overcome any issues that you may be dealing with. Because when you are confident, It increases your um, belief in oneself. It helps you to decrease any type of depression or issues that you may be going through and reminds you of who you are. So you can actually go after whatever your goal may be and actually reach it. That's what confidence does. It's the key. It's the unlock. And so um, I chose to take on that role and help my clients with increasing their confidence because I was able to see how it affected my personal life. Being a kid who dealt with trauma, being a kid who, you know, was sexually abused, mentally abused, physically, you know, verbally abused, being a suicidal teen, and then choosing to step in and unlock the confidence changed the trajectory of my life. And by knowing that firsthand, I know what it can do for someone else. So that's the reason why I chose to take that role and help other women, other teens, other, you know, anyone else unlock their confidence as well. So they can continue to increase whatever it is they need to, to be more positive in their life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that your focus is on, is on confidence. And 
I think that that definitely is such an important part of, you know, everyday life, whatever it is that you do. So I think that's, again, really amazing what you're doing and um, helping people with. And so, yeah, in addition to all of this that you're already doing, I know that you're also a talk show host and I hear that you do content consulting and production in general. So I also would really love to know about that experience as well and, you know, kind of how it works and what exactly it is that you do. Yes. So, yes, I am a talk show host. I actually just began my talk show this year. Um, and it truly came simply because of the lives I, were do- I was doing during quarantine. I started out just interviewing different people about various topics. Um, I had one that was called Teen Talk and I had one that was called Queen Talk. So Teen Talk was all about being able to communicate with teens about teen things and hearing how they deal with stuff from their perspective, not us telling them what they should do, right? And then Queen Talk was being able to talk with women about all of the things that we deal with, whether it's motherhood, relationships, you know, business, overcoming, you know, um, toxic relationships, whatever those topics are, and being able to hear from their perspective and collectively being able to come to a solution to help other people overcome as well. That was the whole purpose behind my talk show. And someone approached me because they saw the work that I was doing in the viewership and was like, you know what, you could really consider, (laughs) you know, doing a talk show. So that's what I did. And it's been extremely well. I'm so grateful for it, um, being able to talk to various people from various walks of life. And it's all about being able to help you overcome and go through whatever it is you may be dealing with, whether it's teen entrepreneurship or, you know, knowing how to juggle motherhood, and going back into the work field, it doesn't matter. The, we talk about everything, but um, the goal is to make sure that people out there know that you're not the only one that's going through it. And let's talk it through so we can actually get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And honestly, I find it so incredible that you're doing all of this amazing work. And on top of that, being a talk show host, and I totally agree with you. I think that kind of hearing different perspectives is such a wonderful thing. Um, Being able to see different viewpoints and being able to hear different people's stories, I think that's definitely something really incredible and kind of the reason why I do my podcast as well. Um, But yeah, I mean, you're doing a lot of really amazing work, again, as I said before. And so I'm wondering what kind of messages, I know that you uh, spread a lot of messages about confidence and positivity, but what specific messages do you really hope to spread in the work that you do or um, even spread in terms of the lessons that you've learned from your own experiences or your own life that you want others to kind of learn from and grow from? Right. So my biggest message that I hope to spread in the work that I do is to let people know they matter. Your voice, your feelings, your thoughts matter. Um, I said this before and I'll say it again. I feel like one of the biggest things that's missing is recognizing that we're all connected in some type of way. And when you know you know that you matter, you choose not to silence yourself. You choose to be able to speak about what, what you're going through and receive the help necessary in order to overcome it. You know, so my messages are about hope. My messages are, are about, you know, being able to let you know that you matter. My message is all about being confident, understanding how to unlock your confidence so you can overcome and actually obtain those those goals that you've written down. You know, those are the messages that I hope to 
um, spread in the work that I do. And, you know, it all boils down to just letting people know that they matter exactly mm -hmm. where you are, how you are today. You matter. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that's such a beautiful message and people definitely need to hear that. Um, I know that often people think that it's kind of repetitive or they've heard it a lot, but I think it's such a really important message to understand. So I'm really glad that you are kind of spreading that message in the work that you do. Um, all right. Well, uh, just to kind of wrap up with one last question. Um, do you have any future plans or goals of your own that you're really hoping to accomplish? Um, it can be short term or long term, and it can be part of anything that you do. Um, or even part of your personal life as well? Yeah, so one of my goals um, is to be able to open my teen clinic, you know, and then not just open it in one place. I want to start with opening it in my hometown, but I do want to see this clinic opened around the world. Um, that's definitely one of my goals, you know, to be able to impact lives all around the world, letting teens know that, hey, there's a space for you, you know, and we care about your full wellness, not just one aspect of your wellness. That's one of the biggest things that I would love to accomplish. Um, what I'm working on right now, my book will be complete. Um, my new book will be complete and it'll be published around my birthday in November. So I'm excited about that. And it's a book about forgiveness, learning how to forgive yourself and the journey of forgiveness. Um, so I'm excited about that project. And I do believe it's a topic that needs to be discussed because it definitely affects your mental health when you mm -hmm. choose not to forgive. And, um, you know, being open to whatever God sends my way because every season is different. And I do recognize that if I stay open, you know, I'll seize the opportunity. But closing my mind to saying, I'm just working on this, you know, can leave, can pull me away from opportunities that are here to come for me. Awesome. Great. Yeah, that sounds incredibly exciting. And so I definitely wish you luck on all of these future projects. Um, from your clinic to your book. I think that all of this is really amazing. So yeah, I mean, just to kind of end today's podcast session, feel free to share just any other pieces of advice or tips that you might have for youth struggling with their mental health or youth who are struggling with their identity. Yes. One piece of advice that I would want to share with any teen struggling with mental health or struggling with identity is do not suffer in silence. There is someone here for you. There is someone um, you may not think or people may tell you that they don't understand. But trust me, there is someone that understands exactly what you're going through. There is someone that even if they haven't gone through it, they can showcase the empathy needed to help you overcome the situation that you're going through. And with all of the identity issues, the crisis that we may go through as teens, you know, all of that, I want you to know that it is temporary. It's not going to last forever, but I would truly ask you to not suffer in silence. And if you feel like you have nowhere to reach, reach out. You can reach out to me. <laughs> you know, you can reach out through my website, teenkick.org. You can reach out to my, through my personal website, iamcoachk.com. And on both of them, there are phone numbers where you can send texts. And I, and I have a text group that I text um, girls almost like at least twice a week. So please reach out, please reach out. Do not suffer in silence. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's such an important piece of advice to leave the audience with. So I really appreciate you for bringing that up. And yeah, I mean, honestly, 
there are so many people who are out there um, either going through the same problems as you are or kind of struggling through um, something that you might be struggling with. And there are people there to support you as well. So I think it is really important to be able to reach out to those people. So, yeah, I honestly loved getting to know you more and the work that you do. And I honestly think that everything you're doing is amazing. So I'm really excited to see all your ventures and projects grow and develop. And yeah, just to end, do you have any platforms you'd like to shout out? Sure. You can follow me on any platform. It's the same name at Candidly Coach K. Um, So that's on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, Candidly Coach K. Um, Or even my YouTube channel is Candidly Coach K as well. And then if you do want to join my text group, you can text me at 214-251-4110. Awesome. Yeah, everyone, please check out her platforms and all of her amazing work. And to you, thank you again so much for speaking with me today. Thanks so much, Aline.